Hi, welcome back. I'm Tim Neubauer, and this is Training in the Metaverse. My co-host is Lance Loesberg. How are you doing today, Lance? Doing great, Tim. We're going to be talking today about um, uh, when is the right time to jump into the world of virtual reality and technology. Um, technology is changing a lot. And it's evolving super fast. Hence, our cell phones have to get replaced every six to eight months. Right. Is now the right time to to invest in uh, this type of training in in hardware and software? Yeah, it's as good as time as any. Mm -hmm. um, and and one thing that at least as us as a company are always cognizant of is future proofing as best mm -hmm. possible. Uh, there's always going to be hardware. Um, innovations and as you as you mentioned before, upgrades and new new devices and things such as that. Um, but in producing the content, uh, we are looking years ahead in mm -hmm. making sure that content is still going to be applicable and uh, useful in in years to come. So uh, you know the, the timing is good in in the aspects that the hardware devices are very reasonable. And as far as the content production goes, um, it's something we have 20 plus years of experience. So we have a little advantage of producing content at a lot uh, more economical and faster rate than, than most. That's very interesting because for me as a safety person, I have to develop content that is constantly evolving for the client. Um, and you pretty much do that same thing. You work with the client to, to develop this, this content. Um, without going into to a lot of detail, what, mm -hmm. are, what are some of the um, technologies and softwares that would help us do this uh, uh, easier? Right. And, and customization is the key, is, mm -hmm. is to be able to create these scenarios, these environments, and training, in this case, uh, tools that are most effective for the company's needs. So after consultation with the company and, and what those objectives are, then we decide which tools or software or how we capture these environments or create these environments and then the, how these scenarios are presented so that the trainee gets the most benefit from them and then the company gets those results and are able to uh, be able to make determinations from that. So from the from the from the owner perspective, from me is that I'm getting custom content that is developed to my po uh, my program, my processes, and my people. Yes, that's yeah. a huge uh, ROI um, from my perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and and as technology is evolving, it is, is certainly adaptable. Um, uh, as we go, correct? Yes. Uh, you know, once again, is that we, we look to take an agnostic type device uh, mm -hmm. standpoint uh, and when we create the content and also look to years ahead as far as whether it's resolution, frame rates, fidelity, um, and, and those types of things. So it's, uh, there's, there's steps that we can take on our side in order to get longer use uh, from the content that's being developed uh, and that the company benefits on a return from that so not having to redo or recreate new, new content uh, in, in the, you know, the short term. So this this uh, question is a little off uh, topic, but um, I was thinking that that when most people are thinking about these training, and I'm just going to use a, a catchphrase, training videos, right? Yeah. There are 30 minutes of of, of uh, a living hell of boredom. How long would a VR uh, uh, training video last on average? Um, so it, it, it once again it depends on what the what the environment is, what right. the, what the message is being delivered, mm -hmm. and then you can make it as as a real life experience. So it could be you know anything from five minutes to an hour hours, but mm -hmm. typically because the comprehension level. Uh, is so much greater in a virtual reality world when people are using a virtual reality headset, mm -hmm. things like that. Um, they don't need to be as long. 
and also you don't want to subject somebody to be in these worlds for an uh, a uncomfortable period of time. Right. So th- there's really no set uh, time that they can be. Typically, we see them range anywhere from you know two minutes to ten minutes, sometimes fifteen, twenty minutes. It just mm-hmm. it all depends uh, again on what the application is, is how it's being used, what the message needs to be done, and then taking consideration who is actually going to be right. inside these worlds that we create. And I think a, a big point to, to make is that sitting still and watching somebody talk to you for 30 minutes is completely different um, in the, the virtual world because you have to make decisions. Yeah, we can we can make it such that there's a decision process along mm-hmm. along the way, so that if uh, somebody's going through one of a virtual reality scenario, for ex- ex- example, and they get to a certain point, they have to make an A B C you know decision mm-hmm. or multiple choice, what you know whatever it may be, right. that they can select or make those decisions, and then we can take them to the path of right. whether that decision is incorrect or not, or which way they want to well, go. Well, let's hold off on more detail on that because okay. I want to uh, to talk about that in in our later segment. Um, so I want to switch gears a little uh, bit and just kind of introduce what our next segment is going to be before we go to our break. Um, so uh, how do we set up scenarios? How, how, does, the, how does the client uh, know? Um, I, I come across uh, my clients who will um, say, hey, I want to do training on something very specific. Let's say a confined space, but I, uh, here's what I experienced, and I would develop the training content to match that. Mm-hmm. How, how do you go about doing those scenarios? So, you know, it's, it, it can be a, a very complex answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I'll try to keep it simple. Uh, there are two basic types of ways to create these virtual reality worlds. Uh, one would be is a, a gaming technology where everything is animated. So you're basically recreating those spaces or those environments mm-hmm. in an animated world of, of such way. The other way is using 360 video, where we actually use 360 video cameras, cameras that capture in 360 degrees spherically, and be able to film, so to speak, mm-hmm. digitally, um, those environments, and then create the scenarios from what's captured in those from those cameras. And I guess I may want to point out, too, is that sometimes I'll refer to scenarios as experiences, so mm-hmm. they're kind of one of the same scenarios and experiences in my, my terminology, so okay. not, not to confuse anyone from that okay. standpoint. Um, so there's you know there's a couple different ways that we can create these scenarios, um, experiences, and also say environments for that matter for where we're going to put people mm-hmm. and how we get there. Uh, and it's you know there's various tools that can be used, and our objective is always using the best tool for the job in doing so. We're in in a way, we want to replicate what the physical training aspect would uh, would be, mm-hmm. and and create a virtual reality version of that. Okay, um, and so it's 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 real life. My reinforcement of that would be um, when I watch, I was talking about the 30-minute the, the videos from hell where you just, you just have to exist through there, mm-hmm. that they're not tailored to the, the, to the client, they're not tailored to the process, they're not tailored to the individual um, uh, person, but when, when we're doing these, these virtual reality experiences, you're, you're coming in and finding out what, what is their actual reality and then recreating it. Is that that, a, that, yeah, that's 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 pretty much spot on to, to that point. And then, um, depending on the the company's desires, we mm-hmm. can we can add or subtract, so to speak, you know, from those those uh, training scenarios. That's uh, the the impact of having real world training tied with virtual reality that it matches in sync with each other mm-hmm. is is incredible. Um, have do and this is kind of one of those uh, left field questions I like throwing at you. Any uh, real world success stories uh, uh, that you've uh, put out um, 
um, where you, you've developed content and, and it worked out really well? Without um, naming names. <laughs> <laughs> there have been many. Um, I just at the top of my head, one that's just pretty recent from a uh, more of a soft skills type uh-huh. of training uh, is we um, we done a uh, for a major healthcare organization here in, in this country, um, that empathy training, uh, and primarily for mid-level management to be able to how to uh, identify uh, people that have depression, as an example, mm-hmm. and then be able how to deal with them mm-hmm. uh, so they don't fire them and, and be able to make them comfortable, and then be able to work with them to get help for their depression. And it's becoming you know, a very useful tool for them. And, and obviously, it's a, it's a a return for on that investment for them and keeping retaining that employee and getting productivity out of that employee without having to go all the negative aspects that possibly right. could otherwise. Um, and then also we've done a, a quite a few of onboarding and mm-hmm. you know f- used for bringing new employees coming on board, getting familiar with the culture and also right. the environments they're going to be working in if it's a physical place or just understanding the company's workings uh, altogether. I think we're going to hold the rest of that for our next segment, but y- you brought up a really interesting point because in my world as, as a safety person, safety professional, I'm always looking at the the hard skills, turning left, turning right, right. picking things up safely. Mm-hmm. Don't go uh, put your hand where it doesn't belong. Th- those are hard skills. And you brought up soft skills. Yes. Um, so so the, the training that we're talking about, the experience we're talking about is it could be easily morphed into those soft skills. And you talked about uh, uh, dealing with people with stress and how managers can make decisions. Um, and I really wanted to, to, to emphasize that the um, going back to our metaverse right. is that, that it, this isn't just about uh, going up and down a ladder safely or driving a car or a forklift. This really is about management skills. And for me, that applies to, to a safety professional. I'll kind of go on a little tangent here myself that um, safety people uh, tend to say there is a hazard, fix it, uh, and successful people have the soft skill mm-hmm. to be able to say, hey, um, please fix this, or say it in such a way that people want to fix it. Right. And that sounds like an excellent opportunity for virtual reality to help managers um, uh, practice those soft skills. No question about it. And the, the beauty of it is that we could provide training application scenarios mm-hmm. for Example, somebody who's going to be working in a hazardous workplace Mm -hmm. that's never been there before. So by providing them this virtual reality tour, so to speak, of putting them of where they're going to be working and recognizing what is where and, you know, what's good, what's bad, what, you know, what works, what doesn't work, what, whatever machinery there may be, whatever op, uh, equipment's being, mm-hmm. you know, running around, whatever it may be, that they feel like they've been there before, before they, once they get there. Right. So they're familiar with it. At the same time, using the same platform without having to go and recreate the, or Hazards, get a, get not a, hazards. Yeah, whatever. But but using that same platform mm-hmm. for the, as from the software standpoint, the content standpoint, we can deploy other content, such as you mentioned, the soft skills types of things, you know, whether it be for, um, again, uh, that um, uh, training aspect or mm-hmm. that uh, using utilizing soft skills to help uh, managers or trainees and in that respect. So it's it's a it's it's a platform that we look at that and speaking of the metaverse can be utilized to be able to distribute all types of content uh, without having to so-called buy a new 
new equipment. Right. Yeah, I, I can see that the, the benefit of as you were talking about new employees and onboarding. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, to be able to shoot a a, a one time event where there are hazards that need to be identified, uh, safe conditions, exit paths. To be able to put that in and have the the new employee onboarded and experience that was is tremendous. And then to be able to make the right decisions on the soft skills. It's, it's a huge benefit uh, for that. Um, and in the hard skill and the soft skill, I did want to uh, uh, bring up um, one of the things with training, and you'll love this. Uh, uh, feel free to steal it, folks. <laughs> is that uh, uh, one of the bases of OSHA ten and thirty hour training is to teach hazard recognition, avoidance, and control. And if you were able to take a video of your environment, um, virtual reality, and walk somebody through, you would give them a safe environment to learn hazard recognition and avoidance, and then teach them the control in a diver- another format to reinforce that. These are huge benefits. And that's, for, a, that's a perfect application for the use of the, of the technology. How does the uh, VR technology help uh, me test leaders' skills, uh, managers' skills, or the soft skills necessary mm-hmm. to do a job. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways that we can we can create those scenarios, so to speak, mm-hmm. and then how to how to develop that. Um, a, an example would be that if we are creating a, a training scenario such that you're forced to make a decision at mm-hmm. some point in time and create like a decision tree, and they the trainee would have to make a selection on what their next step might be or what the answer is to multiple questions or directions they may even have to take. It could be just taking a, a turn going through a door. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of different ways that we can create those decision Making process. Used to call that fault tree analysis. Uh, make a decision, then it led to two more decisions. And yeah. I'm sure there's new technology and, and, and methodology for that. Well, yeah, it's basically the, the same. What we what we call it is it'd be using um, uh, hot spots, mm-hmm. and then depending upon what decision is made, then we branch to what the outcome would be based upon that decision. And it could be branching to other scenarios. It could be simply just an answer to the question with graphics, mm-hmm. um, or it could be. Uh, Projecting a, um, a, a template or, or a PowerPoint or a PDF or, mm-hmm. or some textual information, or it even could be a uh, like a conventional video inside the 360 VR video world. So there's a lot of like again, there's a lot of different ways to make the approaches. Uh, it just depends on what the, the desired outcome. This this is huge for me um, as as we're describing this. Is uh, um, it's one thing to teach people to to do a hard skill a task, hammer a nail, right. use a saw properly. The other thing is having that person make the right decision at the right time mm-hmm. in a number of different scenarios. So you can build a bunch of different scenarios in, and depending on which way they move uh, throughout the process, they would get different alternatives or reinforcement or guidance to get back on track. Exactly. I guess that would be the- exactly. And, and it could be customized to whatever the, the trainer would want the trainee to experience or have, have function that they need to perform. Are there any examples? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> I kind of laugh as, I, as I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this thing of, of uh, some soft skills, and I was trying to think of one in particular that, that would jump out uh, above the rest. And you know, I run through all these these different ideas. But uh, a running joke for me is, you know, empathy is 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 impossible to teach. You watch a a horror movie, and six people get hacked up by a chainsaw, but if the dog gets hurt, you're yeah, <laughs> there's all my empathy. <laughs> right. The six other people are like, oh well. So, so it's, it's some people have a hard time with communication and empathy. Is there, you know, just talking about that, have you had any experience developing content uh, for for those those soft managerial skills at a higher level? Yes, and, and we've, we've done applications <laughs> such as that. Um, uh, 
for a major healthcare company, actually, we, we provided an empathy training mm-hmm. uh, to how to deal with employees that might have an anxiety disorder, depression, or, or some kind of a other type of handicap, or uh, physically or mentally, right. whatever it may be, and how to recognize it, how to deal with that person, how to get them help. Uh, so to retain that employee and get the, the productivity from that employee that's desired, um, that's, that's a, a, a very useful uh, process in using virtual reality for it's uh, it, to me, it's very interesting because I, I do live in the small world of safety all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, but I do have to manage, and and, and I, I coach and mentor people who have to manage. So those soft skills are, are amazing. But to take that to the next level, to say that upper level management and HR, uh, uh, human resource people could all get this training. So it really is training in the metaverse because it's it, it crosses all spectrums. It, it does, and and it, and other other soft skill types things is be onboarding a new employee mm-hmm. um, and getting them familiar with, with the culture of the company, maybe the physical location or locations uh, where they wouldn't be able to physically go, or they want to understand how other employees in the company work in different locations around the world, around wherever it may be. They can kind of go there virtually and experience that and have some kind of familiarity with it before they get there, if they're going to go there, or at least a better understanding when they're talking to those people, what they're looking at and what they see in, from their seat. So that that's a, a, a process as well. You have no idea how many uh, of these units you just sold because in the world of, of onboarding, right. uh, I always say that uh, you only have one chance to make a first impression. And if safety happens three days after you started work, that was your first impression. But to have one of these virtual reality videos that that walks people through, mm-hmm. and, and once again, I'm not a fan of the sit here and watch a four-hour-long video because right. uh, it doesn't send the right message, but to actually immerse them in this training, mm-hmm. uh, it makes a huge impact. And they can actually see their coworkers working in, in other parts of the country, other parts of the world. There, there's huge benefits to this. Uh, it's, it's incredible the... Um, the applications for new hire, uh, new employee onboarding, or or just onboarding if you transfer to a different facility. Right, right, and it's also uh, it's, it, we've done a lot of applications using for recruiting as well. So getting new employees, which is a tough thing in today's world, is looking for a good you know new employees for, um, and and bringing them on board and help to recruit them, give show them why they're a company that they should work for as opposed to a competing company. So. It's not like everybody doesn't have this problem. This is not new. <laughs> we all are experiencing this problem. Of so, talking a little about it. so the recruiting, and it's not for like your recruiters who are going out and finding the people. You're actually letting potential new hires, uh, uh, candidates view your company through virtual reality. Exactly. So they get a, a better understanding of who they'd be working for if they went to work for that company and what that company's cultures like, what their thought processes like, what their physical environments look like. Um, it just gives them a, a firsthand impression uh, and hopefully a better impression and, and say, you know, what? not only is this company really, you know, have their stuff together, they look like they're, you know, a place I want to work, but mm-hmm. oh, by the way, they're using this virtual reality technology. This is very cool. They must be on the forefront of, of what's going on out there. Makes me want to sign up and have you make a video for me right now. <laughs> Great. Well, in this uh, in this uh, podcast, we talked about uh, a couple of things, um, and I'm going to recap them real quickly here. Um, virtual reality is is is. I guess new to a lot of people, um, but it's not new technology, is now the best time to jump in. And you said no time is better than today, that even though the technology is evolving, so mm-hmm. is the, the marketplace, um, so it's a good investment on there. Um, 
we talked a little bit about how to develop the uh, 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 the scenarios, right. uh, and we talked about uh, uh, the decision tree, and we talked about uh, uh, the soft skills, which to me was is absolutely incredible that that we can teach the hard skills and the soft skills, and I can actually test and practice the soft skills without putting a real human being in front of somebody who might not have the the appropriate soft skills. I love the recruiting thing. I, I think you've actually convinced me to have you go ahead and make our uh, virtual reality uh, uh, recruiting video for us. So, um, well, that wraps it up for this episode, Training in the Metaverse. I'm Tim Neubauer, and this is Lance Loesberg.